Well, we survived the bye week, and it's time to take this show on the road. Welcome, friends, to the 11 Dubcast. I'm Andy Vance, along with my partner in crime, Johnny Ginner. Johnny, you know, the Buckeyes had this bye week. The bye weeks are great in that they give you a chance to recover, to recuperate. This one comes smack <laughs> dab in the middle of the regular season. The hell of bye weeks is, is doggone it, the team is on a roll. I want to watch more Ohio State football how did you enjoy your your bye week respite of no Buckeye football? No, I was the same way, man. Like this team has the best offense in football, which is freaking amazing to watch. And their defense seems to be pulling it together. This is not the time to take a bye week. That like, and in setting aside the fact that I don't want a bye week period because I'm bored, but you want a bye week to kind of recuperate from a really tough game or something like that, or prepare or to prepare for a really difficult game in the future. Uh, this one just seems oddly placed both in between Maryland and Indiana, not yeah. the uh, perfect time for a bye week. You say yeah. what? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're in the middle of the season and then that kind of makes sense, but like, I don't know, man, I, it, it is not, my ideal situation when it comes to scheduling let's put it that way now the good news is is nothing horrible happened you know by week you always uh hope you don't like you know get uh tripped up by turf toe uh some, some right. crazy crap happens uh and as it turns out there were some pretty intriguing football games to watch in the non-ohio state division and this is one of those fun times that ohio state didn't actually fall in the rankings on a bye week which you know in past years we've kind of chuckled about uh favorite game that you watch before we get into it and i and i should say we're we're gonna uh kind of breeze through a couple of things to get to our big news of the cast but in if a favorite game that you watched while ohio state was on the sidelines oh 100 old miss in tennessee like yeah, that was come cool. on come on come on <laughs> tennessee first of all you've got lane kevin getting pelted with golf balls which is hilarious and then he throws his visor in the thing at the end and then tennessee fans are being their normal tennessee self you know i.e terrible um that that game was just very entertaining from start to finish and it had a you know it had a very favorable outcome for someone who doesn't enjoy the tennessee volunteers or their fan base so <laughs> yeah it, it was you know and again no no big fan of old miss over here either but i just i enjoyed that quite a bit just for the shot in florida involved i think and, and look you know joey freshwater's an entertaining character right so oh yeah it flipped I, with I, him i used to hate lane kiffin yes. and now he's like all right okay <laughs> and 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 i'm i'm not i'm not putting these guys in the same category by any stretch and they all have some major flaws as human beings so i'm not celebrating these individuals but like lane kiffin mike leach uh, less miles. These, these are entertaining characters, even if they are maybe trash human beings in almost every example. Uh, so I, I think college football is better when it has characters and Kiffin. Oh my gosh. If it, better, better character going right now. I don't know. I, I yeah, for no. my money, he may be the most entertaining character in college football right now. It's great. Yeah, it is great. And that's why we watch college football because we have those kind of things and it's not the no fun league. It's the insanely goofy, crazy league. And that's, that's, you know, again, that's why we watch Tennessee got fined $250,000 for their fans being douchebags. And that is very funny and good. And I appreciate that quite a bit. Yeah, um, and I feel like that the, you know, on, on the, you know, the face of it, you're like, well, okay, let's, a goodly chunk of change i mean it's nothing to an athletic department like right uh tennessee let's get real um you know college football program is basically a license to print money mm -hmm. on the other hand i think they like had to go with at least double 
what they find Texas A&M for storming the field. If you're going to, you're going to jack a school a hundred grand for storming the field after beating the top team, you know, in right. the history of the sport in, in Alabama, then I guess you have to dial it up to 11 when you've got a fan base throwing golf balls at its former head coach. Uh, yeah. Just, one team, one team and fan base did something fun and cool and good. And the other one did something <laughs> stupid and idiotic. Yeah. You've got, you got to kind of make a statement in that sense. I just, you know, there were other games obviously being played, but when you're kind of sitting through the football Saturday, right. And you're kind of at the end of it, you're, you're really tired and you're kind of just like, okay, where, where am I at here? You need to have a game like that. I think to kind of finish it off. And that was, that was uh, definitely the cherry on top of the weekend. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Now we're not going to spend a bunch of time talking about Ohio state for one very, very good reason. I alluded to this at the top of the program, the big news this week, we are taking this show on the road. That's right, baby. It is Hong time, Kong. Let's go. It is time to get the dubcast out of the basement and out <laughs> into the world among our friends. Johnny, where are we going with this big, beautiful podcast road show? Okay. So for those of you who were kind of following 11 Warriors and, and whatnot last year, um, 11 Warriors had a partnership with BW3s, Buffalo Wild Wings, and we had a number of shows, no cap pod all around Columbus uh, in the Columbus area. And the Dubcast is going to be doing the same thing in partnership with B dubs this year. So that's, we're really excited about it. Um, you can see us, Andy and myself live and in person at a number of locations in and around C bus at your local uh, BW threes. And just to give you kind of a rundown, I, I do want to mention that, this is prone or subject to some change, um, you know, in terms of dates. But for the most part, on Thursday, we, we will have to be a little bit, you know, fungible with uh, Michigan week because that's obviously on Thanksgiving. But all the other weeks on Thursday, we will be at the Grandview location on 968 West Fifth Avenue this week for the Indiana game on Thursday. Uh, week of Penn State on Thursday will be up in Delaware, 475 Hoke Road. For the Purdue game, we'll be at Easton Town Center that Thursday, Morse Crossing, uh, Columbus, Ohio, 43219. I'm just reading the address. And then for Michigan State, Taylor Square, and Reynoldsburg. And then, of course, on Michigan, uh, we'll be out in Dublin. And, again, all of those weeks, we will be at those locations on Thursday, with the exception, of course, of Michigan Week. Um, day to be determined, we'll, we'll – put that out there when we figure it out because it can't be Thursday because that's Thanksgiving but we're really excited to see everybody we want you to come out it'll be a lot of fun we had a ton of fun last year um I may be able you know what Andy and I we did pretty well with the hottest wings that b-dubs had to offer all right i think it was our fellow compatriots 11 warriors compatriots who did not do so well on that so if you want to throw any more challenges at us go for it but i think we'll be fine um Absolutely. i'm just excited to see everybody to we can do some live ask us anything that would be incredible be a ball. um yeah we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with it and i'm excited to see everybody yeah johnny and i I'm, I'm i'm very proud of us we totally handled the carolina reaper wings last year uh no problem whatsoever too easy four. drill sergeant yeah i don't remember how many they put down in front of me but i ate them all because that's how i roll oh yeah uh, yeah that was good time so come out and see us Again, run that down. The Indiana game will be at Grandview. Thursday of the uh, Penn State game will be in Delaware. The Purdue game will be at Easton Town Center here in Columbus. The Michigan State game at Taylor Square in Reynoldsburg. And the Michigan game 
will be in Dublin. So write those down. If you didn't see them in the show notes, if you didn't get it and come out and hang with us, the Dubcast on the road at the official sports bar of 11 Warriors, PW3. Good times will be had by most. And that's why this episode of the Dubcast is a bit abbreviated because we're going to be joining you again in just 48 hours uh, with a live edition of this here podcast coming to you from uh, your local BW3s. All right, Johnny, let's, uh, because we should do this, I think it is right and fitting to <laughs> every episode of the Dubcast tackle at least some questions from the audience. It is time for Ask Us Anything, because I just can't see us doing an episode without an Ask Us Anything. What do we have in ye old mailbag, my friend? Well, I'll tell you what, I I like that. So on Slack, you you showed this to me and I was like, this is a question that I must answer. I am yeah, very good. And by the way, this. OK, so this question, actually, the genesis of it, it seems like a total non sequitur. And it, I guess in a sense it is. But the genesis behind it is that, OK, everybody's upset about this RJ Young dude's rankings, right? Uh, that he's putting Ohio State at like 21 or something like that. And, you know, UTSA is ranked seventh or whatever. Wake Forest is sixth. I don't know, however it is. And some people are like really PO'd about it. But really, the dude has a very dumb methodology that he's adhering to come hell or high water. And everybody's just going to get really upset about it. Um, I don't think there's any point in getting upset. I do think it's funny that he keeps explaining in incredibly painstaking detail his dumb idea behind his rankings. Again, this guy is not a voter or anything. I don't know why anybody would get upset about it, but I basically said, look, this is essentially like me explaining in painstaking detail, um, you know, the order in which I eat different flavors of jelly beans. I have an order. I have a methodology. I don't feel like I really need to explain it because it's dumb. However, because Shannon asked, <laughs> I am happy to share my philosophy. So a couple of things. First of all, when I refer to my, order right in which i eat these different flavors of jelly beans i am referring specifically to those like large size jelly beans you know the brocks or whatever it is you know what i'm talking yeah, about where yeah. it's like you got the standard colors you got red yellow orange green purple black white pink i'm probably missing one i don't know but the point is you have these colors of jelly beans and you got to eat them in a specific order i'm not referring to jelly bellies which i you know I try to pair as much as I can, right? I try to get good flavor pairings, yep. but really I'm, you know, I'm just working those down as fast as possible. Um, the way I eat these different flavors of jelly beans is that I classify the jelly beans as a, like, some of them are like a aperitif, right? <laughs> and some are the main course and some are like the dessert. And so essentially here's how it works, right? red and purple are main course jelly beans right yeah okay absolutely. yellow and green are appetizers all right okay. all right all right so you can you can you know you could go yellow and green you go green and yellow but the point is is that that's that's kind of like variable you can do whatever you want with that however whenever you're going in that order what you have to do is you always have to end your sequence with black licorice okay which is like all right, all right. It's like that. That's like the the bourbon at the end of a, a good steak dinner. <laughs> like I'm only being like half sarcastic, which is really like kind of sad. <laughs> and then, okay, so the black licorice. I actually really enjoy the black licorice. Uh, after that, you have the white one, which I don't even know what flavor it is. Coconut. I have no idea. You have the white one, which is a palate cleanser. Okay. 
Yeah. And then and then you have the pink one, which is like the, you know, the after dinner mint, so to speak. Um, but so those three in that order have to be done no matter what order you have the other colors first. So you always got to finish if you're like, okay, I just had a pound of jelly beans, black licorice, white, pink. You got to do it. That's how it works. So I'm, I pulled up the website here to see if they would say what all, and it looks to me from looking at the package that, so there, there is uh yeah, green, pink, orange, purple, black, white, green i said green already uh green i'd be shocked if i missed black white no i mean i think i think you got them all i mean like yellow i think you really did get them all um i thought you left orange out maybe maybe orange no orange yeah orange is uh maybe i did orange is kind of like orange is like the fish of the of the meal you know what i mean it's not it's not the heavy one but it's definitely a main course jelly bean the thing that i find interesting is they don't on the on this is for for the brack's original uh rocks however they pronounce it original jelly beans they don't list what all of the flavors are oh no it says there are eight eight dependably delicious flavors well i'm trying to tell what it is because now i'm having trouble counting them all (laughs) green pink orange purple black white yellow and red there you go all right eight so they list some of the flavors cherry orange pineapple licorice and then it says and more i'm like yes but <laughs> tell me what are what are the others it so takes a refined know. palette to understand yeah, what and, and more and, means and, and i don't have it i'm good now you've put a lot of thought and effort into this i'm gonna tell you mine um so when it comes to the classic jelly beans uh my process is avoid at all costs <laughs> you don't like jelly beans they're fine they're fine this isn't one of those things like you know right now it's seasonable to on your social media profile um dicker about with other social media people about the worst or the best halloween candy right and typically mm-hmm. it's candy corn is the most polarizing halloween candy right like either people are like oh candy corn it's amazing it has to be. you can't have halloween without candy corn grandma always managed to find the candy corn pumpkins also oh, it's yeah, the exact same good. stuff right it's the exact same stuff it's just pumpkin shape instead of candy corn right um, and then you have of course other people because on social media you have to have like equal and opposite uh takes that are fervently argued and the other one is you know that candy corn is is trash and you should never this isn't one of those i'm I'm not i'm not saying i hate jelly beans if there's Mm -hmm. a jelly bean that i really truly enjoy okay it would be the jelly belly popcorn like the jelly belly buttered popcorn (laughs) i i it it just amazes. no one likes that no one likes that i i don't know i think it just amazes me that they were able to make a jelly bean taste just like buttered freaking it, popcorn. It does. It actually does. And I, I, do give I them credit don't understand how they did it. Like that's a, I never had food science classes at, at Ohio state. I was in the food science building many times. They have a wonderful dairy bar there. I don't understand enough of the, the, the magical chemistry. Maybe it is just magic. Maybe it's not chemistry. It's just, mm-hmm. they have a wizard in the basement of the building and poof, these jelly beans are now buttered popcorn, <laughs> but it tastes like freaking buttered popcorn. And that, that's the one now some of the other flavors i'm like get that you know root beer flavored jelly beans no i don't need that in my life that's terrible Mm -hmm. the popcorn ones i'll eat that every single time i don't know why the s'mores ones are okay s'mores are okay i could go with that my favorite 
and it's funny because my favorite definitely isn't one that actually you know tastes like what it's supposed to be but my favorite is pear i love pear i love the pear jelly bellies they're so good maybe the, maybe the white regular jelly bean is pear we're trying to figure out maybe what well i think it's coconut it's probably is coconut pineapple Coke. or some kind of thing but like well, i said pineapple but i was assuming yellow would be the pineapple i think yellow is just yellow you know what i mean like i think they say and more because they're not really flavors they're just personified colors <laughs> right, right. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> purple's a fruit you know what i mean like it's not i gotta give a special shout out as, as you said this question came from uh from shannon who who i think is maybe the coolest botanist in the the known universe not going to dox him or anything yeah, but it's a major being. major shout out to shannon one of my favorite peeps in the known universe only person uh i know who has a plant named after them he is that cool so oh, shout wow. out to i didn't know name. that that's fantastic. yeah yeah true story true story has a plant that's named really after. Cool. he is the man all right we'll do one brief one here and uh this is this is this is a sensitive subject so i guess we can keep it vague but blake in florida wants to know about our comment on the whole uh buckeye scoop situation and all of that i here's the only thing i will the literally the only thing i will say about that entire situation i i do not have any desire to uh <laughs> give them the slop as as blake puts it um here's the only thing i'll say all right um my big philosophy especially when it comes to like 11 warriors and things like that is like if you want to pay for sports media i i don't think there's anything wrong with that right it, like i don't think there's anything wrong with saying like you know the athletic is something that is really important to me i want to read really good stories by really good journalists or you know i like the kind of content that they deliver at Bucknuts or whatever like that's fine i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that what bothers me is the idea that paying for access is somehow better than reading a site like 11 warriors or something like that because i gotta tell you something man like i don't think i don't think that there's a real tangible difference between the kind of information that you're getting in terms of like recruiting and all this other stuff from one website to the other on main major things and 11 warriors is going to get you all the information that you need um and you don't have to pay for it and so I, I think if a website is asking somebody to pay for it, it better be based on something really, really tangible, like excellent reporting or really great content rather than a cult of personality, right? Or like, you know, a style or something like that, because I just, I don't think that's worth anyone's money or time, frankly. So that's my only real overall thing about that. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not getting to the whole he said, she said, because I don't know anything about that. Like yep. that's, that's their whole thing. I just would say that this to me kind of proves the point that there's a lot of really great journalism going on right under your nose for free. And it's not just love and warriors. I mean, obviously if you're listening to this, you know that, um, but there's a lot of really great journalists out there. And I think people should maybe like, you know, build those guys up a little bit, right? Like, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, follow them a little bit more closely because I think they deserve it and they're putting in the work. I think uh, I'm with you 100%. So my my short answer to the question, uh, and it's a good one. My short answer to the question is, uh, not my farm, not my pigs. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I I you know I don't need to I don't need to weigh in on yeah we don't uh, need that we don't other, need that other, other people's other people's drama not not my not my place. Um, right. There's some there there's some uh, 
as as you said, some really great journalists on this beat. Um, many, if not most of them, are are employed by Eleven Words, but there are other great journalists out there at a lot of places. And and one of the things, oh. like I'm I'm a career journalist, so um, I would say like support to 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 all of you listening, not just in sports, but right. know, support journalists, support good journalism, support right. good journalism. It's never been more important. Um, you know, for a variety of reasons. And so I'm, I'm with you hundred percent when, because when I started on, uh, the site as a reader, like 11 warriors, that is when I started as a reader, it was a, a very dear friend of mine from high school, um, knew one of the founders of the site, you know, at, uh, we were in Chicago and become friends. And, and so this friend of mine said, Hey, do you read this site? 11 warriors. I know you're a big Ohio state fan. I said, oh, no, I hadn't heard of it. And, and mind you, this is, you know, a decade ago now. Mm-hmm. And she said, you should really read it. It's it's an awesome site. Um, she's a Northwestern alumna. And uh, so I started reading the site. And it quickly became the only place I went. And I, that's not hyperbole. It's literally the only place I went for Ohio State News because um, <laughs> I, I love the Skull Session every morning because the Skull Session does such a great job of surfacing other great pieces of journalism about Ohio right. state. Right. Right. Um, and so then I was reading things that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And, and that's been a great hallmark. And of course, then the personalities, the, the great writing, um, that's been on the site over the years, pe- people who are, you know, current staff and alumni of the site, uh, it's just been this tradition of great writing. I love great writing and so much great storytelling here, which I, I think you can get the nuts and bolts a lot of different places, you know, this is kind of like, um, the weather, right? Every TV station has a meteorologist, so you can get the weather anywhere, but, but there's something to be said for the quality of the journalism, the quality of the analysis, the quality of the insight, the quality of the storytelling. So, so what I mean by that is think about a press conference and Ryan day has his press conference. Every reporter in the beat goes to that press conference, right? They all have the same basic set of facts, so I just found very early on that I really, really, as a reader, this is long before I was ever associated with the site in any kind of formal capacity, right? As mm-hmm. a reader, I just really enjoyed the quality of, of writing and analysis and commentary and such that I found at 11 Warriors. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's been that way for me ever since. Now, fast forward to your comment about like paid, um, you know, paid journalism. So I, I think for me, what I've always done is, is find journalism that I felt comfortable supporting with my dollars, because I think it's important to support good quality journalism. So like in the real world, you know, I, over the years I've subscribed to the wall street journal, the New York times, the Washington post, um, uh, the Columbus dispatch, you know, today I would say, I keep, I keep my, I keep my times, my post and my dispatch subscriptions, um, because I find value in those three, uh, news organizations, you know, in sports, I would say the only place I spend money, I do subscribe to the athletic because they, you know, when they were in expansion mode, they bought every great national writer <laughs> yeah. out there. It felt like, I mean, yeah, they just vacuumed pretty they, much everybody. Yeah, out. they did. I mean, there was no salary cap, right? So we just went, we just went out and, uh, we bought every free agent we could get. And so there were a lot of national writers that I really liked. Um, so, and the price point is low, right? So mm-hmm. the price point is low, uh, low barrier to entry. So I, I subscribe and I'm happy to do that. Yeah. So and, I, 
by the way, just real quick, I I don't want to also you know say that I'm just crapping on like Buckeye Scoop or anything like that. Oh, there are a lot you, of writers. No, 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 I didn't think you were. I didn't. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I but like I guess what I'm saying though is like there are plenty of great writers everywhere, including there. Like Gert, like everybody, like Tony Gerdman is a great writer, and a lot of people like compare like Threat Level to like Michigan Monday and whatnot. Um, he there's does no, what he there's does. No comparison to Threat Level, Johnny. <laughs> no, but he does a great job. That's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. though. Like, Tony's he does great. A Tony's really fantastic. great job. You know, or, you know, former co-host Michael Citro, like Tom or like there are a lot of really like legitimate reasons to want to follow a website like that. I'm not yeah. hating on anybody who like would have a subscription there. I'm not hating on that website. I'm just saying and I'm agreeing with you that there are good reasons to give good journalism your money. Right. Like that. That's not a terrible thing. I just think that that should be the motivating factor the the what you're learning as opposed to the other stuff that goes along with it um and yeah i don't know like i i think a, a website can be really successful by being really good journalists and a really good news site and luckily 11 warriors does that for free so i just you know we'll toot our own horn a little bit but i i, I would just hope that as consumers of news information we all like put our buck there as opposed to you know dumb memes on twitter which again not not a problem if you enjoy that maybe don't pay 13 bucks a month if that's that's your motivation that's all i'm saying um so anyway thanks for the question and uh, we've we've got other questions we've got to save some for thursday andy so we'll we'll keep those in our back pocket and we encourage you to continue to ask them and see us in person right on thursday if you would if you are so inclined to do so uh, and remind, remember, that's at Grandview. That's 968 West 5th Avenue, Columbus, Ohio, 43212. You will see Andy and I will be there starting. We'll be there actually probably a little bit before 7 o'clock. Um, and then we'll start the show promptly around then. And then we'll we'll get you out of there. We'll, we'll give you some dubcast goodness along with uh, uh, BW3 goodness. So Buffalo Wild Wings, the official sports bar of Love and Warriors. All right. I'm very excited about this. Uh, one of my favorite parts about being in radio low these many years ago was getting out on the road and doing a live broadcast and, and getting to uh, meet the people as the saying goes. So I'm really jacked up about this and I uh, look forward to look forward to having some wings with you, my dear friend, and, uh, and, and also breaking bread with, uh, with some of the audience. So that'll be fun on Thursday. So until then you can consider this a, a bonus episode of your favorite sports themed podcast, uh, bring a friend, to be dubs and uh, we'll see you there uh until then i'm andy i'm johnny thanks for joining the dubcast